what pops up a beer or a cold libation Let me tell you how I wrote this little theme I went and took a call from brother Jason And he tells me that he has a little dream He says he needs a backwards intro to begin his podcast And I ask him what you got He said I'll start off with some talking And some moody clips of popcorn fighting Fantasy explorations and some groundness exploitation Kickstarts that I'm watching and some blind unboxing Full month horror movie marathon Sometimes I'll let the dogs come on Contest and of course you know it's all about games I said slow down let's just start with the name It's the Nerds RPG Variety Podcast With the other Jason Hey everybody, this is going to be a really short episode I got sick this week Um, I think it's just something I ate, I hope But anyway, I wasn't up to doing the full episode for Wednesday So I was going to do a review of the new Altered State since Runehammer Games released the full game you can find it on DriveThruRPG. I do recommend you go buy it, but I'll give a full review of that on um, Saturday. So what I have here is I tend to record my um, responses to calls as they come in. So I've got some callers that I want that I responded to, that I'm, so I'm going to go ahead and play those, and I want to shout out a new podcast as well. So... Uh, that's what I'm going to do this episode, and then I'll talk to you all this weekend. Our friend Michael in Germany has started a new podcast, although it's not a real podcast. Here, I'll let him explain. So, The Noble Art of Running Away is my second podcast. My real podcast is um, The Bibliophile Adventures. Now, even though it's not a real podcast, I do recommend you go check it out. He has the first episode out. He talks about his gaming origin story, which is always exciting. Um, and no, I think it's it's interesting, and I look forward to more episodes from him. So, welcome aboard. Believe it or not, Jason isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Good morning, Jason. Hey, I'm just listening to your episode in which you're discussing um, ICRPG in response to Barney's calling. And I firstly want to say that it's really nice to listen to someone talk about ICRPG who was there at the Genesis, um, who was watching Drunkens and Dragons before ICRPG was actually a thing. And uh, so I really appreciate um, your commentary on ICRPG and everything to do with it. And it's a comparison to 5th edition especially. And two things I wanted to mention after that was one, um, I have been listening to a lot of Loco Ludus as well. And there was an excellent uh, interview with uh, Tom. And they talked about uh, people's hesitancy. One of the topics they covered, they covered so many, it was an excellent interview. was the hesitation of players to move away from established rule sets like Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. That resistance to moving away from the canonical, the historical, the reminiscent and the ubiquitous 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons rule set has really been a stumbling block uh, for my group to move away from 5th edition and into ICRPG. But we are more and more introducing the concepts of ICRPG just as Hank did in his original um, home group where they began to to change um, the fundamentals of 5th edition 
in the first steps towards ICRPG. So for example, this week um, I started using not, we always use the target, room target with easy and hard, but I started using the concept in ICRPG that if you fail their first check, then a second attempt is on the easy target. And so I just wanted to mention that, that it's more and more following that path. The reason for us adopting this new change is because in 5th edition, when you're in combat and someone makes a skill check, if they fail, they will hardly ever try again because uh, combat is moving too quickly. If they fail that, whatever they do, they might have to just go back to trying to fight for their survival. But there's not that many situations where people are retrying skill checks uh, in a combat because action economy means they just can't afford to keep trying to do something they fail at. But occasionally there is something that requires doing no matter what and so someone's got to keep trying. Now if they keep fumbling their role to unlock the door which is going to allow everyone to escape from the room or whatever um, and, and the room DC is too hard and that's just making for failure, well then bringing in that rule that continued attempts get easier really has so much value. Something they've probably missed out in 5th edition. Okay, that was a series of messages from Che McCormack of Friday Night D&D. Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate your thoughts and your comments. And yeah, that's, you know, that's the great thing with ICRPG and being a DIY thing. You can incorporate it into other games. So if your group won't, you know, there's stuff on D&D, that's okay. Or, the, you know, 5e, I mean, then you can incorporate these other things. And, you know, even if they never actually agree to play ICRPG, you as the Dungeon Master can enjoy the game more because you're doing, you're incorporating things that make it easier for you to run the game. And they're actually going to enjoy the game more because, like you're saying, that second attempt, it's easier for them when they keep trying to work at that lock. They're going to succeed more, which, you know, failure can be interesting sometimes, but can get frustrating too if you never succeed, right? Is for the Origins ICRPG, I definitely, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know that I was there at the very beginning for Drunk and the Dragons, but definitely I've been there for a while, and um, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed Hank's progression, his growth, and, and I'm enjoying as he's going back, and you know, he did the ICRPG thing, and an ICRPG, of course, is still being supported, there's going to be a third edition here, but this year, we're he's going to be doing a lot of things other than ICRPG, too. So it's going to be interesting to see these other other things as they develop. So really looking forward to that. But folks, if you're not listening to Che's web, or website, you're not listening to Che's podcast, you're missing out. Get out there and do it. It's a great podcast. I'm working the way, my way through the back catalog now. Related to ICRPG is our ICRPG Altered State Group. And in that game, or in those games, I've got two different groups. What I'm going to start doing is... If someone, so in that game, your consciousness is in your stack, which is kind of like a microchip at the base of your, or the top of your spine. And if your body's destroyed, it can get moved to another body, like in the show Alter Carbon. Well, it can be destroyed and you can die, but what I'm going to do in the future is if you're knocked down all the way down, you know, zero hit points, whatever, and, you're, and you recover, you're going to have to roll to see if you have a physical disability going forward, you know, a scar of some sort, right? A physical scar, a physical disability from your, your body being knocked down that far. And then if your stack is put in a new body, you're going to have to roll 
for a mental scar. And it'll be, you know, where you're getting. So if you remember the movie, um, eh, I'm brain farting. I'm in the backyard playing with dogs. If you remember the movie with Matt Damon from the director of District 9, um, I'll think of it here in Elysium, where the great um, South African actor, who's the bad guy in that movie, and, you know, every time he kept getting resurrected, he was getting kind of crazier and crazier. Well, I want to kind of replicate that whenever a stack is moved to a new body. So, so we're going to, I'm going to incorporate roles, physical roles, if a body keeps getting healed up from zero, and then mental roles, if a stack's moved body to body. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Hey, Jason, Lonely Adventurer here. You were correct. Camping with Owlbears was blog before it was podcast. That's campingwithowlbears.blogspot.com. There's not a ton over there, probably about maybe a dozen entries. It is uh, basically a play report, an after-action play report of my group's experience running through Tomb of the Serpent Kings. Uh, as we were all brand new to OSR, I kind of wanted to document the experience and kind of, I have little notes on, you know, lessons learned as we went. I don't know how interesting it is. It's just there. Uh, and there is also a very, very rough initial edition of, uh, Glaive. I'm not even sure if I was calling it Glaive at the time, um, on there as well. A lot has changed since I put that up, but it's, uh, it's, I always like seeing those sorts of artifacts. Anyway, thanks, uh... Thanks. I don't know why. Thanks. Thanks. Good to, t- good to hear from you. Good, good reviews. Good show. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. And, uh, you know, one more thing. I also enjoyed uh, hearing about Star Dogs. That sounds interesting. I am kind of in the same boat. Fantasy was never my favorite genre, but it is obviously the one that dominates role-playing games. A fun little game to check out, uh, more for its source material than the rules itself, but it's a, it's a fate or fate-accelerated uh, setting book called uh, Mort's as in uh, Mortician's and you could play it with I think any kind of it would work great with Savage Worlds it would work great with BX it would you know you could run it in whatever you wanted to but the premise is, is basically that the zombie apocalypse happened and humanity survived it but they're still out there and at one point these Mort's were the the heroes of the land protecting the people and reestablishing society but now they're basically just like outcasts and plumbers imagine ghostbusters in the your but your ghostbusters in the zombie apocalypse working stiffs that no one really respects or cares about until they absolutely need you it's worth checking out thank you for the call lonely adventure as folks probably picked up on his podcast and blog is camping with owlbears go check it out yeah i had not heard of morts i will check that out um interesting premise i know i've seen that other places where the you know the saviors are later kind of looked down on and marginalized by the people they've saved. Of course, we've gone through that kind of idea in in America to some degree with our soldiers at different periods in history. And you kind of see that with the idea of the Witcher to some degree, although there is more fear there. Um, But yeah, I'll I'll check out Mort's. That sounds interesting. Thank you for the recommendation. And we'll close out with a call from Laren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. Hi, Jason. It's Laren from Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. It is so sweet of you to offer to let me play some of your games. I'm so excited about that. Um, I also, you also said, what's your favorite genre? And you know, it's funny. I thought about that when you said it. And I don't think that I have ever played in like a classic D&D humans, elves, dwarves kind of game. 
Everything I've played has been some other variation. I am playing in a space game that I'm really enjoying, which surprises me because that's not something that I love to read. I mean, I, you know, I enjoy movies like that and stuff, but I'm really surprised how much fun I'm having with that. Um, it, it's running, it runs on um, Uncharted Worlds for the most part, so I really like that. Although I like most PBTA games. Anyway, thanks again. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach me, you can leave me a voice message using the Anchor app or go to the Anchor website. I'll play it on the air and make you famous. You can also reach me in the Audio Dungeon Discord. I want to thank Ray Otis, who did the thumbnail art for this podcast, and TJ Drennan, who did all the music for this podcast. You can find both of them on Patreon. Joking about your spouse, but the operator's screaming it's coming from inside the house. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, the audience is pretty sure he took a pretty head, and the only question left is if I put a sheet in bed. Bring on the gold, bring on the gold. I want some more, bring on the there is a dustman in your moilers by the tipper And I'm assuming that your partner back there in the wood chipper Don't look away That's it. Go out and enjoy the rest of your week. Go on. Shoo.